Halsey, I will be your hostess with the mostest today. And tonight, I have got Jamie with me. How are you doing, fella? All right, lad. How's it going? Sammy, yeah. All good. Um, first things first about the Reds. Bit of a game of football on Saturday evening, UK time. Um, playing Arsenal at home. Um, I think in the last few years, we give Arsenal a bit of a hiding. Managed to put a few goals past them. What do you think with this one, Jamie? The only two undefeated teams left in the league. Sorry, not undefeated. With their perfect records, I do apologise. Both teams have won both games. Um, what do you think for the weekend? Clash of the Titans already in, in game week <laughs> two. That's, uh, that, that's something new. I can't remember that happening last year. Even, I mean, well, it doesn't matter. It's, um, it's another game. And this week, for another first, we've had six days to train and, and, and rest. So that's uh, that's got to feel good for the guys there on, on the training pitch there, getting some minutes in. But um, a real chance to prove our mettle again early on. So always good. Good to test yourself early on. Yeah, I think it's I, I think it's one of those games um, where we have done really well in the games in the past few seasons. Um, I don't think anyone can deny Thingy's the um, attacking lineup like Aubameyang and Lacazette and Nicholas Pepe. But when I look at that defence, mate, I see a few weaknesses in there. Um, I think last year it was five one. I think the season before that was I think it was another four four five one again. Um, yeah. We've put, we've managed to do. Do you think I can't see it being the same again? But with that defence, if Liverpool score early, you just never know. Never know. Yeah, I mean. It- it's always always got the potential for a high-scoring game, this one. Um, you know, you take a look at the, the Arshavin 4-4. We've, we've got a history of, of, of mental games. Um, obviously, the, the, the demolition in 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, it, it could go either way, but um, I think we've, we've got the better squad. Like, that, that's not up for conversation. But... Um, it's just a matter of if our our defense can can hold tight and because uh, they've got a decent <laughs> front four or five or whatever they're going to be playing, you know. So yeah, yeah, I think it's one of them games. If they want to try and turn this into like a you know a basketball game, I think yeah. it's one winner, which is going to be Liverpool. Yeah. Um, I don't think that they can hold us out though. In my opinion, I don't. Yeah, to be as, as I just said, the front three. Fantastic! I think we can all agree. We need to see a bit more Nicholas Pep, but Lacazette and Aubameyang are really, really dangerous players. Um, but when I look up at the defence, mate, I just see weakness all over. Um, I think Socrates is a good player. I think he's solid, but I think that's probably what he is. He's solid. I think he's one of them players that if he came to Liverpool, he'd be the third or fourth choice centre back. He's a Lovren, yeah. He's he's definitely yeah. a Lovren type player. Yeah, he's just you know he's a solid player. Um, I don't, I don't make the fullbacks at all. I think Bellerin's a big miss. Um, I can't see anything but like a Liverpool comfortable win. I'm not saying we're going to dominate them. I'm not saying we're going to go out there and do a big number on Arsenal. But I just can't see anything but a Liverpool win, really. Yeah, um, we, we've we've kept the the wheels in motion miraculously in uh, <clears throat> in in Istanbul and um, on a way to Saint Mary. So it it's. It's um it's steamrolling now and it's only it'll be the third week and so you know let's let's just put the sword to them let's let's see what their defense is made of exactly that's what I think I've just been I've just pulled the results up now from the last few uh, games that we played we're undefeated in eight against them um we also put five past them last year then it was four then it was three and then we had a three three draw I was at that game actually Skittle scored in the last minute came on with the bandage. <laughs> I think no Berini way, got, yeah. Berini got sent off within like 10 minutes after coming on. And I'm like, Where were you sitting? I was sitting in the main stand. Uh, I got the tickets around Christmas time. Yeah, I went. It was fucking freezing. We were dreadful all game. <laughs> um, Berini came off the bench and literally he was the best player for 10 minutes. He just ran. I, you know, he literally, fair play to Berini. He was never good enough for Liverpool. My God, he didn't halfway hard. Yeah. But, um, I did love his celebration too. Oh, yeah. The night thing. Compared. Yeah. I think one of my favourite was is he knew he was getting second yellowed and before the red even came out he was down the tunnel. He was just running off the pitch like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> but, Fantastic. Uh, you got to so love it, the heart. 
I'm all for it. But uh, I look at the game as I, I think it could be what it could be one of those games with loads of goals if Liverpool scored early, and those mental scars come back to the players of like, oh, we've been here before. You know, we've been destroyed in 30 minutes a couple of times here. Um, I think that is something that could play a part. Could it come on to you about um, the start eleven for the game? I, uh, I'd love to know what you're thinking kind of around the centre-half pairings. Right. Of course, Rachel's going to start, of course. But would you be going for Matip or Gomez in this game? I can't fault anything other than Matip, really. I mean, it, if Gomez is going to come on, maybe late in the day for, for Trent, I, I see that. But um, Matip's in too much, too much of... Uh, well, he's he's on the ball pretty pretty well. Like his passing was, well, it's been lackluster. But I think he's the better choice against the front three of Arsenal. Like, yeah, I think it's a, um, I think it's a tough goal for Klopp. But I think the way Matthew's been playing, I don't think he uh, deserves to get dropped in any way, shape, or form. Um, I understand that we all know Joe Gomez is probably is the future partnership um, for Virgil long term but the way Joel's playing I think it'll be really really harsh on him to get dropped uh, I'm, I'm going to go to start 11s and then the team and things like that and then I'm going to move on to where we think Arsenal are going to be really so yeah. we'll, we'll move on to I think you know the team picks itself with the Trent Alexander-Arnold and Robertson Virgil Adrian and Goal your midfield's a really interesting one because we're going to come on to the guy today who signed a new con- contract uh, Oxley chamberlain what do you think? Would you leave him in here? He played really well for all 75 minutes of Southampton. I thought he played well. Would you leave him in for such a big, high-intensity game? Or would you like give him a rest out and then maybe go a bit more solid? What are you thinking? I'd, I'd love to see him. Um, personally, I'd love to see him play a good R, a good 60 minutes against Arsenal. Um, but you never know. Like It was only two weeks ago that Klopp said, oh, it was probably a mistake giving him 45 minutes. And he played out of his, well, he didn't play out of his skin, but he, he played pretty well, pretty convincingly for a guy who's missed so much football. Um, I know I was certainly expecting him, and I know we all were expecting him to, to kick on and, and just show us the, those driving runs. and the, the, Like, he is, he's an ox. He's built like a bull. Um, he's brilliant. Like, um, I can't. I'm over the moon. He signed a, another new contract. I didn't know his contract was that that uh, that low in the first place. But anyway, he's signed what another three years, four years. Yeah, I think yeah. it's. I believe it's twenty twenty three. I think. Yeah. The expiry, but I think it's a. I think it's a great thing that what the manager's done there for the contract. Really, you know, a manager's coming off a year injury. It proves that the manager still has faith in him. He knows he's fit clearly. You yeah. He would not have a brand new contract if he's still nursing the injury. Um, yeah. But I think it's a massive leap of faith to go. So you know, we're not we're not falling out with you. You've been out for over a bit more than a year. I think it's about seventeen, eighteen months. You've been out for that long, you know. But we still believe in you. So it is an improved contract. I think he had about eighteen months left to run on his current deal. I think it was a four-year deal, the original. But right. I think it was. I think it's a big leap of faith from Jürgen to back the kid and go. You know what? We still believe in you as long as you believe in us. Yeah, and like. <clears throat> you know, Naby Kite is a, a different kettle of fish. I'm sure we'll talk about him, but um, it's great that you've got a, a player like Ox in the team. Like, uh, like I said, he, he's he's just a driving force in the team. You see, you see the the training clips. He's he's always happy. He's always smiling. He's always joking around and having a laugh. Like uh, he he must be a great. Like Danny Ings, apparently Danny Ings was a great guy to have around the training cr- yeah. uh, training ground as well, but. Oxley Chamberlain, every time you see him, he's always joking around, smiling, beaming, laughing, you know. So he he, he can only be good for the future. Like I think he's um I think he's starting to realise his potential. I think when he's at Arsenal, mate, he's probably when Liverpool comes in for you and you're at Arsenal and you're playing left wing back. And <laughs> that's what was happening, unfortunately. You must yeah. have won the lottery. You yeah. really must, because I, I was always a fan of his at Arsenal, but I always thought he hasn't kicked on since he was 18. I've, you know, I, thought, I didn't think he'd, like, jump the leaps and bounds what a player needs to. You know, like, for example, the Coutinho, when he first signed at Liverpool, was a different Coutinho when he left Liverpool. And that's what you do, you kick on. And you go yeah. up these levels and levels. That's what Trent's doing. When Trent first came in, he was running up a level. And Robertson went up a level. I never think he, I never thought he did that. 
and Arsenal enough for me. So when he came, it was the fourth he won the lottery that Liverpool wanted you. And then you've got to be playing in this forward role. I think he's probably the most unique player that we've got from picking the ball up from, say, like a Fabinho or your Virgil and driving with the ball. And can, is strong enough to keep players off him to find that killer pass and also get goals. I think he's been, I think he's been a huge loss last season. And I know people fans don't maybe like not like the saying, but he is like a brand new signing for Liverpool, and especially for Jürgen this season. Yeah, it's incredible. Like, you know, just cast your mind back to that thunder bastard against City. <laughs> you know, like, that's what the kid is all about. Like, he, he's just, he's Stevie Jarrett. He just grabs the game by the scruff of the neck and you're coming with me. Mm. Yeah, I think he's very much, um, I always look to the Kiev game, of course, when he was injured. And we can forget what the goal he done and all that. If you actually look at the game, in context of what it was when Salah went off. My God, we didn't half miss him. My God, we missed him. Because yeah. we had no creativity at all. We brought off Emery Chani. We brought on Emery Chani, who wasn't fit. And Lallana, who wasn't fit. And I was always saying to myself, we would have been still banging this game at 1-1 before the goalie did what he did. To really drive on here if we had the Chamberlain to come off the bench. And I think that kind of proves when he first signed with us, about nine, ten months before to where we was at the end of the season, that how much of a big, big miss he was during that term in that final. Um, I think he's going to be a huge signing for us. So, so we're going to are we going to agree with him? Do you think he's um, going to get the start? You think the start? Maybe not. I, 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 it all depends on on how he's reacted after. I mean, how how many minutes did he get against Southampton? Did he get seventy? I think was it. Yeah, yeah. I was on that mark. Yeah. So. You know, he he may be fit and raring to go. Like maybe Klopp was just giving him a little lefts in the tank from taking him off. Mm-hmm. So he's he's been protecting him. So hopefully soon he gets to be unleashed, and uh, this could be the game for him against his his old club. You know, so he, he's going to want to play. So yeah, let's stick him in. I think it's. I think it. I think it all depends on how much Jaeger wants to respect Arsenal. I think. If he if he wants to show them a lot of respect, he'll go with his Henderson, his Ronaldo, and Fabinho midfield, um, which he likes. He trusts or Milner would be one of the you know three out of them four. I think if he if he, I think if he's like we can beat these within thirty minutes kind of thing again, yeah. I think he might go with Chamberlain, and then go with Fabinho, and then maybe go with Henderson or Milner. Um, I think that all depends on the manager and what he's thinking. I think he'll start him. I think it'll be a big boost with the contract signing. And with his performance last week to start him in the game, of course, especially against his old club. Um, so we'll go and we'll put him in. Are we going for Benio, number six, of course? Uh, it has to be. It has to be, yeah. Uh, this is the interesting one to partner him. Are we going with Henderson, Milner or Wijnaldum? What are we thinking? I hate leaving Hendo out of the team, but... So do I. So do I, massively. Go on. But uh, it's got to be Genie, hasn't it? He's been off the boil, hasn't he? I think, since the start of the season. Not off the boil, but maybe he hasn't found his form. But he was playing out of his skin last season. He found form, which I never thought he had last season. I don't mean that yeah. in any disrespect. Um, I never thought he could get to the level he was playing. Basically, last season, he was probably our best midfielder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> easily. Um, Very understated, though, you know? like Yeah, definitely. I think Liverpool fans, when you try and explain to other fans how good he was, they're like, no. No, and you're like, no, 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 really. He's that good. He was that good last season. Um, I think it's very. I, I'm always. I'm. I'm a bit like you. I hate leaving Henderson off the team. And I think in a game like this, mate, whether people like Henderson or not, under the lights at Anfield, he's brilliant. He is yeah. brilliant under the lights at Anfield. He, he loves it, mate. And I think he's one of them. I think he wants to back himself as well. I think he's like, I want to show you on the, this stage again that I'm one of the best players on the field. Yeah. I think it's. A, I think it's probably the toughest decision. Out of Chamberlain, Wijnaldum, Mendelssohn and Milner, who starts of the two. Of course, you can only start the two because the front three is going to be the front three. Yeah. Um, I think I think we're going to find the consensus here, aren't we, that we're going to go with Henderson, Chamberlain and Fabinho. I think yeah. that will be our team if we had to pick it. Are you feeling that? Yeah, absolutely. That's a solid midfield, no matter what way you look at it. And then you're going to be a couple of goals up and then you can put your Shaqiri on or your Milner on or your Wijnaldum on to come yeah. in. You know, for the, and then if Kaita is fit, which we'll move on to in a second, if Kaita is fit, and then there's another option again. So 
that actually uh, smoothly transitions into the old Nabi Kaita. I'm going to call him a mystery. The Nabi Kaita mystery. Yeah. Um, um, what are your thoughts first on Nabi Kaita as a whole? Well, you know, we had a whole year to look at Nabi at Leipzig before he came to us. And he was electric in the German League. Um, just a, a little terrier, you know, yes. sort of. Not not really a player like Kante, but Kante's stature and Kante's heart, but just a different engine. Um, but he's just been plagued with injury. So I don't know. Like, I still think of him as that energetic little bull just wanting to get in amongst it. But um, I don't know. Hopefully some something happens. Some some sports scientist gets gets in there and, and helps him out because he's made of glass right now. I think it's difficult, isn't it? Because I, lo- I like him. I'm a big fan of his. I, I like how he walked in and goes, I'll take number eight. Yeah, yeah. Mate, yeah. you got to be brave to take that number eight shirt off the man who wore it before you. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit like the Emre Chan situation with Carragher. I was always like, who's going to be that guy who takes that shirt? <laughs> um, uh. You know, I, I'm I'm a fan of his. I like him. I think last year, I think he's been unlucky. Um, He's come, he looked like he came back in training, looked like a lot, a lot stronger by the focus <laughs> you've seen of him um, in training. Look like he put some juice on. Um, he put some weight on. Look like he got stronger and a bit fitter for the Premier League. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think we do need to take into consideration. I don't know if you know about the uh, the manager, his old uh, international manager. Apart from it's ridiculous, him, isn't it? Who's now being banned from football indefinitely yeah. and fined? I lot. I think about four hundred thousand dollars. I might be wrong. And rightfully playing, so. He should have been doubled or tripled. Yes, for playing injured players, and. I don't know if you guys and you listeners know, but Papua New Guinea does not have the vast array of talents that Nabi Kaita has. So, if he's playing anyone injured, it's going to be Nabi Kaita. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Um, I mean, I, I get wanting to play for your country no matter what. Apparently, he's he's a, a very patriotic person. Um, we all are. Um, I know you you want to sometimes play through an injury for your for a big game or for your country but there's a limit to that you can't just you know i don't know it's um it's a touchy subject but you can't you, for me you can't just um you can't just treat these guys like resources you know yeah i think it's i think it's the type of injuries you're getting that are concerning with like little muscle injuries and things that is a concerning thing um but i i I think the next international break is going to be really interesting for Naby if he goes on it. Because yeah. I think that, I think it's going to get to the point where Liverpool are going to be like, hey, you're not going here. I'll call your new manager and I'll call Papua New Guinea's FA, basically, mm-hmm. and say, you're not, you ain't going. The problem with that is most of probably their tickets that they're selling are on the basis of seeing Naby Keita. That's yeah. the issue. It's about like the Salah situation for Egypt, you know, and the Mani situation for Senegal. The only one so, to see them players. Treat it like yeah. a testimonial. Give them fifteen minutes. Exactly, that, that, and that's the other part that I think I believe that Jurgen had with um, Senegal in the qualifiers of the African Cup of Nations last year. They had two games, and he said if you get qualified in the first game, can you not play him in the second? I think he got the last ten minutes in the yeah. second game. That kind of thing, yeah. um, and that's why they've got that great relationship. I think it's that kind of thing also. I think they are selling a lot of tickets, and he is the marquee player. If you're, and it's exactly the same here, you know, especially with the American fans that we're catering to right now. If you're going to go and pay 200 bucks to go and see a friendly at Liverpool, you want to see some good names. Yeah. You know, you don't want to go and see Ben Woodburn running the line. No disrespect. But you're paying a lot of money and you're travelling a long way to go and see these football matches and paying top money. And you want to see that. So, I think it's interesting. I do believe in Naby Kleiter. I still think he can be an excellent player for Liverpool this season. Um, and I think he actually could be our little something special that when we get into the season the teams haven't kind of seen before because I think he is a really unique player. Yeah, he he's um, he's definitely got the drive to 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 play amongst the big boys. Like so, it, it'd be really exciting to see him um, 
sort all this nonsense with his international um, out and also his fitness, you know. So I think there's a spot in the team for him somewhere that that'll be Klopp's problem. But um, he he definitely looks like a player who could make make the cut. Definitely, yeah. Uh, um, something else uh, about this game, I kind of want to touch on um, before I move on to um, like hard opponents. It's. I think this is a really, an important game, of course, because it's Arsenal. We've won two games. We know it's a big game. It's because we play first and City play second. Yeah. And I know City go to Bournemouth and I expect them to beat Bournemouth. Especially at their ground, they'll probably put five or six past them. Now, will I want Liverpool to be five points clear of City now? Yeah. To have that moment of City going. Say it does go nil-nil on a half-time or nil-nil or one-one on the 60th minute. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. There's not, not going to be many moments in a season where City out that where City doubt themselves and not doubt themselves, but have worry about them maybe. And I think Liverpool have to win this match to give them that, like they did last week. They ground it out and went, "Well, you go and win now. You go and win. We've done our job." And I think it's the same again with this to say when they're waking up on Sunday morning, they go, "Fucking Liverpool five points clear already, three games in." I'm not saying it's a psychological blow, but I want them to think about it in the back of their mind. Well, you know they're going to be watching it, or 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 somehow oh, yeah. checking the score. So yeah. it, it's just a matter of um, getting the points on the board and making them sweat. Even if it is Bournemouth, they'll still be sweating, even though it's only game week three and they're up against Bournemouth. It doesn't matter. You 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 twist the knife any opportunity you can, and now it's perfect. Third week in, we're playing Arsenal. Yeah, it's at home, but you know you you got to win those games and. It, it's a chance to, to make them sweat in the third week. So, excellent. Yeah, and I always say about Bournemouth, I, I like Bournemouth. I, I am a bit advocate for Bournemouth, really, because they, they do stick to the same way. They do get a few hammerings against top sides. But every every season, every year, they'll beat a big side. Every season. I always remember them beating a big side. I think they beat Chelsea last year 4-0. Was that last year? I think it was last year they beat them 4-0. Um, <laughs> I think you're right, yeah. It was last year, when I, I was kind of it was last season, the season before. I think they beat United there as well. Um, at their ground, I could be completely wrong there. Someone might correct me, but I think they beat United at that ground as well. They always have a big win in them. I'm not saying it's going to be City, but they always have that big performance in them where they can step up. So I think it is massive for Liverpool just to get them uh, points on the board. But I kind of learned this on the board. Just my last question, kind of really on the game. Where do you see Arsenal realistically this season, Jay? Um, they have won two games back-to-back. They haven't, they haven't had a defend, average defence. They have a great front line. By the way, Liverpool challenged for the Premier League under Brendan Rodgers with a great front, front line and an average defence. So let's just <laughs> get that out there. Um, well, let, let's see? be honest. Like the, uh, the people like uh, Arsenal fan TV, <clears throat> <clears throat> excuse me, all you have to do is take one look at them and... Uh, and see how, how passionate Arsenal fans are and, and where they think they should be. But, um, you know, they've obviously placed a lot of faith in the transfer market uh, this season and, um, and come out with some top-quality players. But uh, the, the pressure will be on them to perform now. They're, they're constantly called the fourth-best team in England. <laughs> and, you know, that's, uh, that's a fact. <laughs> but... Yeah. Um, the pressure's on them to perform now, so they'll they'll be looking towards us to to attack, which is exactly what we want. So bring them on. Do you see? Uh, do you see a top four finish for them? It's got to be. It's got to be top top four, top three. They've they've got to get the third spot this year because if they don't, the Arsenal fans will be on them. Mm-hmm. I think I think you and I have looked and went. I can't find a defender that I like. A centre half because defenders that I like go for 80 million, yeah. right? 90 million. I think he's like, you know what? We'll just try and outscore you. Yeah. I can bring Pep in over payments. Let's be honest, they haven't paid the 72 million up front for Pep. They're paying it over four years, probably 25 million yeah. a season or 20 million a season, whatever it's got to be. Um, and I think he's like, we'll just outscore you. It's a bit like the Brendan situation where, he, where Brendan went three at the back at Liverpool and went, I know my defence is shit, but I've got started Suarez <laughs> and Sterling. Yeah. And, We'll just find out scoring in games. And that's what Liverpool yeah. did. And that's why Liverpool challenged for the league title. And that's why 
you know, we can look at the what happened against Chelsea, but if we actually look at the situation, is that that's why we lost the league in effect because the team with the best defence usually wins the league. Um, where you can grind out results. I don't know if Arsenal can do that. I see Arsenal as a top three side this season. I think any team that can get has got can get two players that can score you twenty goals a season. Never very rarely finish out the top side of the top four. Absolutely correct. Um, I always say this about teams you go down. If you have a player that can score you twelve to fifteen league goals, it's very rare you go down. It's yeah, very you're, rare. You're in the safe zone. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I <laughs> consistently look at it. I look at Brighton. <laughs> Brighton are bang average. Brighton are a championship side on paper, but they have Glenn Murray. You get your twelve goals. Yeah, consistently. <laughs> and that, and that, and that is the that is the difference. Yeah. Um, I look at Vardy. Um, at Leicester, twenty goals every season. Where they finish inside the top ten, because yeah. that's what that's what these goal scorers do, and that's why the teams who struggle and go down can't score goals. So when you have Aubameyang and Lacazette, and maybe Pep who can chip in with ten or twelve this season, um, I see them as a top three side. I do think they'll finish above the um, United. I think they'll finish above Chelsea. I think they'll finish above Spurs, which will be a massive thing for them just to get above Spurs again. To be honest, yeah, um, I, that's where I see them. Do I see them sneaking into the title race only if the title's going to be one of about 85 points, 84 points, which I don't think it will be. I think that'll be too short. I can see them being in and around the conversation for March, a bit like Spurs last year, where they were in the conversation in February, March time, and then they drifted off. I can see that with Arsenal. I think the other thing is as well that we've got to think about is the Europa League for them, um, which can be a bit of a ball for a competition to be in. Well, for them, Absolutely. They, you know, after what happened last year in the final, when they got destroyed <laughs> yeah. against Chelsea, yeah. uh, I think it could be a competition that they may really, really want to win because Arsenal, don't forget it, are a team who've never ever won a European trophy. They won the yep. Cup Winners' Cup, but they never won the UEFA Cup or the Champions League. So that's where I see them this season, anyway. Um, just go and have a little chat about general footy, Jay. That's all right, fellas. Uh, you know. Happy days. Happy days. Uh, yeah, do you see any shocks of the Bournemouth City game? Can you see anything happening? Can oh, you see them snaking a draw? Wouldn't it be nice for Eddie Howe's boys to, to do us a favour? It'd be nice for my fantasy league too. <laughs> Can you see them doing it? In my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> In my, yeah, definitely. Yeah. How would you? Yeah, but that's about it. I mean, if if anything other than, than a city city nightmare happens, you know, mm-hmm. it uh, it'd be nice though, wouldn't it? We can all dream. <laughs> Could you imagine Harry Wilson getting that winner? Fuck. Oh, oh, happy days. Top corner. I'm flying back to Liverpool. Terry game. Terry game. He'll have a new celebration. It'll be the six holding up the six. Oh, don't please, Harry, please. But um. Hold nah. up the six, Harry. <laughs> I think the only teams who uh, actually get something and beat or get something out of uh, City this year are teams who are hard to beat. And Bournemouth on the day are not hard to beat. Um, they like to come out and play football. They play, you know, whatever you want to call the right way and the wrong way of how you play football. And I don't think there is an answer to that. But I think they do come out. They do like to get the ball on the ground and move the ball and split your centre-halves and things like that. I don't see it, to be honest, mate. I think City... <laughs> they did struggle there last year. City, I think they won 1-0. Mahrez might be completely wrong again. So that was last year. But they did... But, uh, they struggled. I think Mahrez got in like, the 70th minute. They won 1-0. But I don't think Bournemouth had a shot, if I remember correctly. Yeah, Bournemouth never had a shot. And I think City... I'll have to Google it now. And City had about 20 shots. which kind of one of those games. Yeah. Um, so that might look deceiving. Um to a fan who's going to be looking back at the game. He's going to say, well, maybe then, you know, they frustrated them last year, they never. Um, I'm hoping so. Of course, we all are. I think it's going to be, as I say, too much for um, Bournemouth to even get something really out of the game. Is that what you're feeling? It, it You know, it could just be uh, a little too early in the season for Bournemouth to be playing City and, and expecting anything. But, mm. uh, you know... Obviously, it'll be a miracle if it does happen, but uh, City right now are, are full of full of beans, ready to go. So, and they're, they're going to be pissed off because of last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> well, I mean, that's just 
poetry right there. That's that's beautiful. You couldn't write that. <laughs> I think. Uh, uh, what do you? Let me get your score prediction for the Reds actually as well. What do you think for the Reds? What score do you think? <sighs> You can't see a one nil here. I really can't. I see, I see a two or a three one. It's got to be three one here. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna go four nil. Four nil. Happy I think, days. I, I think if we score in the first ten, it could be awful for them. I think night. It's nightmares happen in football where like memories are stained in you, and yep. you've been like you've 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 you know you've been through this before. Like fucking up, we've been here before. We've been whacked here before, and yeah. I think if we score on the first ten, listen, Arsenal, as I say, they do like to come out and I like to get the ball on the ground. And as we said before, if you want to turn this into a, a basketball game, it's only one winner. So I'll go four nil. It's my sound optimistic. My sound that I'm not respecting them. It's not that at all. I just seen. I just think of with Aubameyang and Lacazette are the only two threats, and I back my defence over their strikers. So. Um, but yeah, the Bournemouth City game. What are you thinking? Then give me a score prediction. <laughs> oh, go on. Let's uh, let's let's roll the dice off a wall here and pick four, four, four nil. With Bournemouth, I'll take that. Harry Wilson <laughs> go on then. <laughs> Harry Wilson hat trick and uh, who's your other man? Who's our striker? I'm Jordan. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll. Uh, I. I yeah, I'm gonna. Um, I'll say City two nil. I just think it'll be one of them comfortable games for them. You won't really have to get out to second tier gear for them to do it. But as as I say, it's all up for the Reds, really. Um, oh, come on! I want to move on to the uh, <coughs> the game that's happening tomorrow. Aston Villa Everton. I think this <laughs> is a weird game. This. Yeah. Um, I think this could be either nil nil or five five, and I haven't made the decision on what it's going to be. Um, Yes, Everton have had two clean sheets this season. Bats are back, really good, but they have played Watford and Crystal Palace, no disrespect. Um, Aston Villa, a lot of people's picks to like break into the top 12 and say they'll still comfortably stay up. have lost their first two games. Everton have got, uh, got to go to Villa Park on a Friday night. I can tell you what, Jamie, I wouldn't want to go to Villa Park on a Friday night if I was with <laughs> No, not at all. I mean, it, I wouldn't want to go to Villa Park on many nights, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, honestly, Everton with their uh, their clean sheet record is uh, is becoming a bit of a joke here. So Villa, just do us a favor and um, stick stick a good hat trick in the bag of the net there. Uh, mate, it make my life a lot easier. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> talking to my mate a lot easier. Mate, if you put a few past them, they're starting to get a bit big before the boots, aren't they? You know what I mean? They're yeah. starting to think, oh, oh, maybe this is a chance. A chance for what? What's your chance? <laughs> You'll get to Christmas, we'll, you know, Jordan Pickford will throw one in his own net again. And then, we go, and then your season falls off a cliff, like always. But, um, start, start playing basketball on the on the line. I know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think it's an interesting game. I think it's a really good game for Villa to kick on, to really kickstart the season. Um, only because Evan haven't got a lot of goals. Moise Keane um, hasn't started the game. Then he came off the bench against Watford last week, looked tidy on the ball. Um, yeah. Missed a couple of good chances, but you know, they play Crystal Palace, who got beat to Sheffield United last week. Um, and they, they got it to deflect the goal against Watford at home, so I think it's a really interesting game. But this is my pick for the weekend this game, mate. Um, Norwich versus Chelsea, apart from the full Arsenal, of course. But Norwich Chelsea, I think, is probably the most interesting game this weekend. Norwich it will be, I play really good, don't they? They're really well made and with Pookie fella. You know, yeah. a guy there who's bagging goals. I mean, we know Chelsea have played well in the games that they played against Leicester, Liverpool, United. They play well. They're good on the ball. But so are Norwich, mate. I find this a really interesting game. He's just, um, this fella Pookie, he's just got a nose for goal. Like, you could you could blindfold him and he'd still find the back of the net. <laughs> he really would. He just knows where it is. Like, you know, it, it's that famous old saying, the goalposts never move. He he, his head is down every time he hits the ball. He knows where the net is. He never looks at the net. He he just he's an old-fashioned striker, and uh, he's going to do well this season. He's already a joint top goal scorer, isn't he? He is. Um, I think he's got forward Sterling, I believe. I think he's yeah. got the, um, the same amount of goals. I, I 
I'm a fan of his. I, I like him because he's, I think he's come from Celtic. I think he was out there a couple of years ago. And, um, yeah. He was at like Bromby and th- things like that. He's been around the block. He's 29 now. Schalke. Like yeah, Schalke, yeah. And it looks like so he's, he's, to- he's played with He's played with Maddop and Van Dyke. Wow. Fuck That's me. why. That's why. He's, I, I just, uh, I've just pulled up his uh, record for Norwich. Um, it looked like he really started to find form at Bromby. He was there for four years. He played 130 times, scored 55, which is a good record. And then he's gone to Norwich, mate. He's played 45 and scored 33. There's not, you know, there's not many better records in the league than that, is he? That's ridiculous. You know, I, 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 I really like him. I'm, of course, 29. I don't ever see him at Liverpool because he's way too old for us. But I can definitely see, you know, like a Leicester going for him in January if they're struggling in the league and say, well, you know, this guy just keeps bagging goals and bagging goals kind of thing. Um, but yeah, not as Chelsea, mate. I, are you going to be getting up early to watch that one? That is the early kickoff on a Saturday. Uh, it's 4.30am for me. I think I might have to <laughs> wait for the highlights on that one. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm going to go for the shocking in that game. I'm going to go for the Norwich win. I'm going to... I, I think they can get round behind them at home at, at Carroll Road. I think they can get right behind them and kind of give Chelsea a stare. What are you thinking? I'd love to see it. Um, I dare say Pookie will get his goal. Um, so it's just a matter of how many he can score. Uh, he just looks to be a striker that's not just in form he just he just has a a terrible habit of scoring a goal a game at least so you know it's a it's a it's a matter of um, how the rest of Norwich can perform because he's guaranteed a goal no matter who he's playing against it it makes you it makes you think about the goal we conceded to him yeah it was the first day of the season but uh, that uh, puts a little icing on the cake that we lost our, our clean sheet there on that day to him because he, he's unbelievable right now. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Um, I couldn't agree more. Um, before we go, I'm um, going to start something new tonight, guys. Um, something that I was, was posed to me, which I'm going to pose to Jamie, um, which I'm going to do probably at the start of every, uh, at the end of the podcast, if the other listeners are okay and the other um, actually contributors are okay because I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I've got a text through. Jay, what are you thinking of this? You go down each squad in the Premier League and you look and you pick one player that would come to Liverpool and improve us or get on our bench. Okay? So, <sighs> you've got to look at the teams. In the, So, for example, our neighbours, we'll go from the top of the league to the bottom. Of course, Liverpool are top. We like to keep saying that. Liverpool are top of the league. Um, we are. Arsenal. So, you've got to pick a player out of Arsenal. Where they would where, if they would play for the star for Liverpool or get on the bench for Liverpool? <clears throat> Can so, I take Ox again? <laughs> unfortunately, not. No, <laughs> unfortunately, not. I think for Arsenal, I think it's a difficult one, but I think there's only actually probably two players you're going to pick. Um, which are probably going to be the strikers. Is that yeah. what you're feeling as well? Yeah, I mean the the links there with Aubameyang, and um, I know Klopp doesn't usually like to rehashed old chemistries but um i think he'd be great he'd be a, he'd be a completely different thing to to barbie and you know if if i don't know it, it just would be unbelievable to see them two on the same pitch together yeah i'm probably going to agree and i don't know if he'd start for liverpool but he'd definitely get on the bench definitely get on the bench i think i don't know if he'd start um, I'd love to know your guys' suggestions if you guys agree with us by the way on any of these um, let us know if you do disagree um, to be fair this is a that's a pretty staple yeah. run of the mill answer we've given so yeah. you know that's that's probably the the, the most um, probable answer right there correct it, 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 it definitely gets more difficult um, third in the league of City if it stays like that I'll be very happy but third in the league of City what player would you take from their squad that can improve Liverpool's squad or team? I mean, there's only one player for me that even gets near the Liverpool team, and that's De Bruyne. You see, look, uh, he's, he's the only... He's my... I don't want to say second choice, because that sounds really harsh. I'd go Laporte. Really? To part of Van Dijk. 
because I think Laporte would start. De Bruyne would start. But I think Laporte and Van Dijk, I don't think that there's many better, you know. I really don't. I think yeah. Laporte is probably the second, second best centre-half in the, in the league and maybe in the world. Um, maybe beyond Varane. And, and Van Dijk, of course. But I do I agree with you with De Bruyne. I do. And it's, it's one that keeps going through my mind. But I just want to put my case forward for Laporte. Laporte's better than Joe Gomez. He's better than Matip. I know De Bruyne is better than the rest of the field. Correct. Could you imagine Laporte and Van Dijk? Liverpool scoring enough goals. Liverpool yeah. scoring a lot of goals anyway. Of course, it's always great to score more goals. I'm all for it. But Laporte and Van Dijk is a centre-half partnership I could see for the next 10 years. I'll just put my case forward. I don't think there's a wrong answer between De Bruyne, Laporte and maybe Sterling. I don't think there's a wrong answer. But I don't think Sterling would start for Liverpool. But I know De Bruyne or Laporte probably would. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, I mean, either either way you look at it, like you said, there's no wrong answers. Um, there's going to be people out there who would have chose Pepe for Arsenal and are probably going to choose Aguero for City. It, all those cases can be made. Yeah, but for yeah. me, I think De Bruyne is just... Uh, he had a wee bit of an injury problem. I mean, a lot That's of you, a, lot, yeah. a lot of these young players are right now. We're we're seeing, um, but uh, he just looks the real deal. Like he, he he really does. He's just come on and on each year, each year, and you know Chelsea must be kicking themselves. Yeah, definitely, mate. I couldn't agree more. I don't be interested to see what the uh, you guys are thinking about that one as well. Let's. I, 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 as I say, I don't think there's a wrong answer, but I do rate Laporte extremely highly. And I think him partner Van Dijk has kind of washed up the dreams I made up. Especially Rafa Benitez's dreams. Um, the most expensive <laughs> manager in the world. I think he'd love that. But um, <laughs> we'll move on to the, the other club from the other side of Manchester, the red side, United. Um, I think this is also very tough. Very tough. Um, what are you feeling? One player can improve the team or would make make the bench slash squad and that kind of thing? Uh, so I'm going to entertain the thought here. <laughs> Come on. Um, that's a really tough question that's laced with hatred. And <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, so, <laughs> well, there's no... Let's go through their squad. There's no way De Gea is getting on the pitch anymore. No. Um, their defense has no chance. Maguire's got half a chance, but not a lot. Yeah, no, yeah, not a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if he gets, if, if he somehow gets three goals in his next three games, and they're all big slabhead headers, then that's a possibility. <laughs> but um, midfield, I wouldn't uh, wouldn't entertain Pogba for a second. Um, Maybe uh, six or seven years ago, Mata. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Rashford seems to be a pretty good player. Um, it would just detract from uh, from young Brewster for me. So I don't really know. I'd, I'd skip them completely. We skip them. I'll, I'll, I think this is difficult. Um, I don't, you wouldn't entertain Pogba? Nah, nah, no. Forget not the for me. For a second, right? Forget that for a second, right? I, I'm not agree. I'm not saying that. My answer, my answer would be someone different. Oh yeah, no, we're completely hypothetical. But no, he's not for me. Not for you. Fair enough. I'll, I might, my one be my one would be Tony Martial. Um, That's it. I completely forgot about him. That would be my one. I think. Um, he's he, he mate, when he's motivated, he's unbelievable. He really is. But, I enjoyed the way he he kind of pushed past. Was it Luke Shaw at the yeah. weekend? Yeah, I, yeah that yeah. reminded me of of Owen for England, yeah, against Argentina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just pushed past them. Yeah, where I, he just pushes past skulls. He's like, no, I'm I'm eighteen. I'm I'm putting this in the back of the net. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, he will be my pick. I think um, he will be my choice. The reason I'd say he's my choice, I wouldn't think he'd start, but of course he'll. I think he'll make the bench for Liverpool. Um, as the option, I he's left footed, he's brilliant, he's quick, and I think he'd be the perfect balance for our country where you can pull one out and put him in 
and it doesn't look like you fell off a cliff. Um, where at the moment, sometimes with Divock, it looks like you can fall off a cliff a little bit. But I think with his quality, mate, and his ability, and he's still so young, I think he's like 24 now. Um, yeah. He's still a young player, mate. But I think Tony Martial would be mine. But I thought about Pogba for a while, you know. I know you might not like that, mate, but I thought about it for a while, you know. I'm thinking, well, could you can get his arm around him and keep his head down? Kind of thing. A bit like when people said, oh, Shaqiri was a bit of a bad egg and things around the dressing room and he's come in and he's been brilliant. Um, that's what I was thinking. But, but you're not going to entertain the Pogba, are we? No, I'm not. Not when you've got Pogba on the one hand and you've got Fabinho on the other. Would you pay Pogba in like a number eight one, further forward? Mm. You like that, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I would. I would do. I would definitely probably do that. Um, that yeah, he, he's um, he's a talent. He's a handful, but he's. Um, He's an, an incredible talent. I think yeah. I think the sooner he, he gets away from all this Man United nonsense, um, if, let's be honest, he's probably going to go back to Juve. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I, if I was Juve, I'd, I'd want him back. Um, but uh, I don't know. I mm. think... Um, the, aside from his, his, uh, his mental... Uh, the capabilities, <laughs> you know, he's he's definitely uh, highly rated in his own mind. But um, I don't know. He, he still has a lot to prove. Uh, yeah, I know he's a World Cup winner. But for me, he didn't really shine in the World Cup. Uh, maybe. He played well, but I don't think he... I think he was like, you know, he's a 6 and 7 out of 10. But I've never seen where he put the 9 in. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. He was good. He was solid. But I think France were mostly solid most games anyway. Um Put it this way, he's no Zidane. You know no, what I mean? No, 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 definitely not. Um, I think this is the interesting one, which people might be surprised. Oh, fifth in the league at the moment is currently Brighton and Hove Albion. <laughs> now, I'm not sure how your knowledge of Brighton goes, but I like a couple. Um, yeah. You know, forget Glenn Murray, he's about 49 now. So Glenn Murray's <laughs> not an option. Uh, I like I Trossard, who scored last week. And I like the two centre-halves. I like Duncan Duffy. Um. I'm, I'm not quite a fan of Lu, uh, Lewis Dunk. I don't know if he's better than what we've got, though. Um, and the other one, the other one that uh, came to me was Pascal Gross, who I quite like as an option. But again, I don't think any of their players will probably make our bench. No, not a chance. Um, I'd, I'd, out of pure solidarity for Ireland, I'd, I'd go for. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, she and Duffy did. As, as much as I'd like Glenn Murray for the Ricky Lambert effect. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm sticking with my national side here. I'm I like going Shane Duffy. And he still had the best Everton song of all time. Went up all night for Shane Duffy. <laughs> yes. The greatest Everton song of all time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you stick with your Duffy, mate. I think the Glenn Murray, um, he, he, he can't, no. I like Glenn, and, but no, not, not at his age anyway. But that's just something a bit different anyway. That we, um, you know, a guy texted me this week, which I thought was really interesting. Um, I'm going to go through the other clubs on our next podcast and things like that and I'm going to leave you guys and listeners with one question Jamie can have a little think about this as well if he wants to give us an answer now he can it's a bit of a would you rather question for Liverpool this season would you rather Liverpool won the Champions League the FA Cup and the League Cup or the Premier League uh, okay well you can have a little think if you need to I um, I know it's a tough question. It was a little thing that was going round on Twitter, a question that I seen. And I was like, I'm going to remember that one. So that's the question, guys. Would you rather Liverpool win the Champions League, the FA Cup, and the League Cup, or just the Premier League? So let us know your thoughts in the subscribers uh, on the subscribers page. Go on to Facebook, add us in our page, so you can have a discussion with us. Liverpool FC America. Come in, join the group, have a discussion with other life-minded Liverpool fans, all from around America, talking about different things, all about the club, everything about it, really. To be honest, that's kind of my go-to for Liverpool news at the moment, because they're so on the ball, it's unbelievable. Um, Jamie, any other questions, mate? No, I'm 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 happy with the cliffhanger. I'm going to... I could like answer the question. I, I loved it. I could answer the question on instinct, but I won't. Um, I think because I, I know what your instinct is because my answer probably won't change but either way you look at it 
uh, romantically, number seven would be awesome. Right. <laughs> that's you know what, mate. That's my answer. It it is, and whether fans want that or not, I want the league title more than anyone. That's just my opinion. I want the league title more than anyone. But to be back to back European champions when Real Madrid is the only team to do it in the last thirty years is a ridiculous thing for these players. And yeah. of course, and then you have your couple of days out at Wembley, um, winning. A, a cup run, a cup run be in amazing. the biggest competition in the world, is unbelievable. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna hold on to my answer now that, now that you've shown your hand. I've shown my hand. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I, I got this question like three days ago, and trust me, it took me about an hour to come up with the answer. That you I see, I can give you an answer now, and in three days' time, it could be completely different. Yeah, but the will be City, and you come on and go, no. We want the league. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, I think it. I think it's a, a great question because realistically, we're aiming for for a big piece of silverware, no matter which way you look at it. Um, whether it's the league or or big ears or 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 all and above, you know. Um, yeah. So I think it's a, a a nice way to leave it. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, guys, get your answers in. See what you think. Um, like, share, subscribe to the page, all that jazz. Any questions you want to ask any of your subscribers, always reach out on the American Scouser page or in the Liverpool FC America Facebook group. Um, the group's starting to gather a lot of steam. A lot of people starting to join. Come along, get involved, like my discussion with other Reds, okay? So anyway, Jay, have a good night and uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, we can get the three points on Saturday, mate. Happy days, mate. I'll be dreaming of silverware, no doubt. I know, fella. You'll be still sitting there thinking of that question. (laughs) Have a good one, mate. All right, mate. Up the reds. Thanks. Bye-bye.